from Impact Fashion, it's Be Impactful, a show about the women making a difference in their own corners of the world. I'm Rifki Itzkowitz, and on today's show, I go solo to talk about the little ruffle dress. I share the road of failures that led to this design, why I'm not the biggest fan of marketing, and why it's time we reclaim the little black dress. Another day, another new style, which means another solo episode. Um, I want to start off by saying that if you, like me, are feeling the intense overwhelm of the list of stuff you said you take care of after Pesach, I feel you. I feel you on a deep and cellular level. <laughs> Um, so yeah, today is going today. This week really is probably going to be bonkers, crazy nuts face for everyone. Um, I know that for me, it's going to be bonkers, crazy nuts face and just deep breaths. We're all going to make it through. Um, uh, something that actually helps me in times of intense overwhelm when there's a lot going on. Um, my mom has this mantra that she says sometimes it's pick a job, do a job. When you have a million things to do, you pick a job, you do a job. You pick one thing, you do that thing. And then you just keep doing that. Um, and I have found myself already saying pick a job, do a job many, 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 many times so far today. Um, and we are barely jumping back into it. So I hope that helps you if you need it. And yes, the stuff that we said we needed to take care of after Pesach, we officially need to take care of. We are now in that magical time on the calendar called after Pesach. And for me, one of the first things, not pretty much the first thing, is the little ruffle dress, which is my newest style. The pre-orders shipped out today, um, or are shipping out in the process of being shipped out today on Monday. And I wanted to talk about it because I'm often asked about my design process. I'm often asked, you know, do I come in with a style first? Do I have a fabric first? Do I, how do I choose my fabrics? How do I know what, you know, what colors are going to go and what types of fabrics are going to, you know, be in every season and all that type of stuff. Um, by the way, I never know what's going to be like, I can never predict what'll be the best, best, best sellers. Um, anyone who tells you that they can is lying. Um, it's, you know, <laughs> all my designer friends that I speak with are all, they just don't, we, we, you know, we're always surprised by what, um, is a runaway hit. Or sometimes we think that like, oh, this style will probably do well. And then it doesn't, or sometimes I'll think like, oh, this will probably do well. And then it like way exceeds any expectations that I possibly could have. But I'm, I'm often asked about fabrics and I want to focus on fabric today because the little ruffle dress is actually the, mm, definitely at least the third, possibly the fourth time, possibly the fourth. I can't, I th maybe depends how you count it, um, that I've attempted to use this fabric in a, um, like in a ready to wear setting and I finally got it right. And that's really exciting. So a little bit about the fabric first so that you'll know what I'm coming from. The fabric is what's called a petty point mesh. It's a really, really soft dot. And what it, what a petty, what a mesh is, is exactly what it sounds like. It's a mesh fabric, kind of like a tool, but much, 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 much softer. So it, um, it like flows and drapes, 
but it's not um it's like it's it's not like a chiffon that is kind of um like a chiffon to me I picture water and a mesh I picture air so the mesh has holes in it it is a mesh and it but it's not a stiff tool it's not like a crinoline um it's somewhere in between those two and the petty point is the type of dot that is on there there are embroidered polka dots um in a grid pattern on the fabric and what I love what I love about petty point mesh it's a very it's like a classic kind of fabric you've seen it I'm sure hundreds of times um what I love about a petty point mesh is that it is understated and subtle and so beautiful it has so many really fantastic fantastic details in it um and it's the kind of thing that it makes you look twice and in all the best ways you know what I mean it's the kind of thing that it adds just this level of depth I guess for lack of a better word to a design um working in plain mesh is something that you can do it's not something that I generally choose to do um I find that a plain mesh is usually a little bit boring and that's what I love about the petty point is that it's it it adds that like extra specialness and I also find that the the prettiest details are usually the ones that are the most understated so yes it's a black dress it's a black on black dress but it's also got these embroidered details and also I love polka dots I love 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 polka dots um I probably don't have enough polka dots in my wardrobe to reflect how much I love polka dots and I think that what's great about a petty point mesh is that it's this really easy way to wear a polka dot like it lets you let out your inner polka dot without needing to fully commit to the polka dot if that makes any sense so I wanted to work with a petty point mesh for forever um and it was always something that I thought about or it took me a very long time to find the right one um and I did find it about uh two years ago yeah definitely at least a year and a half possibly a little bit longer um and I found it and I started kind of experimenting with it the the problem with a Betty Point mesh and ready to wear is that you generally it looks best um when there's quite a bit of it so you need a you need the capacity to handle that amount of fabric and um personally my favorite way to do it is to gather it which means a that you need much more fabric and it also means that um you need the you need a fabrication when when you're you when you're gathering in large quantities and what I, what I mean by that is that when you're doing a style that has a gathered fabric detail and you are making large quantities um you basically need to find someone who's willing to do it um because it is a lot of work and it's handwork um that needs to be you know matched up really precisely and um and it's very expensive to do it's expensive to do and you need to have the right just everything needs to align properly. And then the last thing that I ran into was you need to have a style because backtracking. When you gather fabric, you're taking a large piece of fabric and making it into a smaller piece of fabric. So let's say you want your finished piece to be 10 inches and your gather factor is two, then you'll start with a 20 inch piece of fabric and you'll gather it down to 10 inches and that's how you'll get your ruffles. Um, if you need a large finished piece, 
then you need a very big piece of fabric to start with. And because my line goes up to size 24, and I am so, so proud of that, it was really difficult to find a petty point that was wide enough to accommodate those, you know, um, you know, uh, basically around 18 was when I started running off. Um, because I used a very high gather factor also, um, that also made a big difference. So the gather factor is the amount that you are gathering the you know if you when you if you take a 20 inch piece of fabric and you take it down to 10 your gather factor is two um so that you know because i wanted to use a very high gather factor that also made a big difference in finding the right fabric like i said i found it about a year and a half ago and me being me <laughs> i wanted to do something different with it i didn't want to just immediately go to a gathered place so I actually started working on what eventually became the blossom dress, which has these beautiful cross pleat details um, that drape around the front and it basically creates this nodding effect. And the first sample of the blossom dress was actually made out of a petty point mesh. And the first sample of the blossom dress was so god awful. <laughs> I'll tell you how bad it was. There's two ways that you know that something is really quite terrible. Number one, Erica, who runs my factory, called me. She said, Rebecca, the, the, the sample is ready. I said, great, I'll come and pick it up, you know, later this week. She goes, I think it's not good. And I said, oh, okay. Now, me and Erica have a great relationship, and she's a, she's a, a real straight talker. And I said, oh, how do you think it's not good? And she said, let me send you a picture. And she did. And it was not good. Um, the drapes on the blossom dress need more volume. They need something with a little bit more heft, I guess you could say. So that was my first indication that maybe this is not good. I go and I see and I pick up the actual sample and it is laughably bad. It is, it is, I mean, you, there's nothing to do but laugh. It was so, so bad. It looked like the fabric had died on that hanger. And it had died on that hanger because all of the life and all of the fun that you get from a dot, it just wasn't, and from the mesh, it just wasn't meant to do that draping thing. It just wasn't. Um, and so it actually had to happen with the blossom dress just to finish out that story the original print of the blossom dress that purple floral fabric was a fabric that I had found years prior probably two years prior to that um I had intended to use it for a specific style I was in wholesale at the time and that particular style never went into production that happens very often in wholesale where you'll make 10 or 15 pieces and then or I did 25 and 30 piece collections even and then those pieces will um you know, from, from however many pieces you make in the collection, the stores will place their orders and you're not going to end up going into production with every single one of those pieces. So it was one of that fabric was one of the styles that, um, did not end up going into production. So I just, I had the fabric and I really liked the fabric and it was just there. It was also crunch time now because I needed to get the blossom dress style out. Um, I, the fabric that I had intended was not, usable it was awful and the and I, I didn't have time to really order anything I didn't have time to really source anything um I just needed to kind of figure it out so I saw that fabric there and I was like wait this could probably work and we remade the sample in that other fabric and it worked and it worked beautifully it really worked beautifully so that's how the blossom dress ended up being in that original purple floral print by the way um so the other way that I know by the way that something is not good um my mom has a collection 
of terrible things that I've made in the basement. She loves collecting these things. She thinks that it's awesome. Um, she she said, I'm going to hold on to these so that you can look back at them and you can see how far you've come. And I have gone through that closet every now and then, and it is quite the trip down memory lane. So that awful, terrible sample is now in the closet. So that's your other indication that something is not working. It was closet worthy. Um, anyway, so I tried to do the blossom dress with the petty point fabric and it wasn't, it wasn't working. So I kind of just set the petty points aside. I went on with the other pieces that I had, you know, going on for those different collections and, and I, but it was always in the back of my head. It was always in the back of my head because you run into this problem of making this gathered dress with ruffles that um, makes sense to make on a commercial scale and that the pro that proportionally works um, on a wide size range and is just good you know it was just all around good and I kept running into that issue and eventually I I eventually I figured it out it was a really long I guess process I guess it was the kind of thing that I had to make a lot of bad things to get to the good thing I had to do a lot of terrible things to until it finally clicked like oh this is how I can pattern that the way that I ended up doing it was that I segmented the, the tiers on the skirt so that you don't need quite as long of a piece um when I say that I segmented the tiers I always wanted it to be a tiered skirt so that you have that extra ruffle detail around it and also so that you get more volume but um so in some parts, the tier is cut in half so that um, like each individual tier is made of, of more than one piece so that you can get the width that you need to really gather something down. I played around with the grain line um, so that it lays on the fabric a certain way so that it could be um, so that it could fit essentially onto the form. And and it worked, you know, eventually I figured out how to make it work. And that's what became the little ruffle dress. And for the longest time, I mean, if you um, if you watch the process of it coming together, I was calling it the petty point dress because in my head, that's what it was. I had wanted to make a petty point dress for so long. And this was a petty point dress. This was the dress. I was finally going to make it work. It took me a long time to to get it right. And I didn't want to call it the petty point dress. I have a thing against naming dresses based on the fabric that they're made in um, for a couple of reasons. I don't think that everyone knows what petty point is, so it's not a particularly great name. And I will very often remake things in different fabrics. I think that there's my favorite pieces in my wardrobe. I have more than once. Um, I have, you know, great t-shirts, lots of colors. I have great dresses, lots of colors. I like having styles that I like in a lot of different fabrics. And I do that in the collection pretty often. You know, we just saw that with the snuggle dress, um, you know, bringing in the lightweight, um, the lightweight ribs, uh, the flutter dress I've made in, I think seven different colors up, um, to this point, uh, the slip dresses I have in a lot of different colors. I like having different colors and fabric options. Um, and I had a sneaky feeling that this was going to be a really good style. Like I have a sneaky feeling that the little ruffle dress will be coming back at some point or another. So I didn't want to name it the petty point dress because what if I don't make it in a petty point? And I just, I wanted, I, I, I don't particularly, I don't think I'm particularly good at naming dresses. I just kind of, you know, it's just whatever it feels like to me. And to me, it's much more about what the actual clothes are than what we call them, if that makes sense. I think that too often we get stuck in the marketing of something and let's get real a name is part of the marketing um I am much more interested in having a really good product than in talking about how good the product is 
Does that make sense? Like, you, there's only so much lipstick you can put on a pig. If something is not good, you can jazz it up and make it look great um, or convince people that it's fantastic. But if it's not fantastic, um, then eventually it will not, you know, people catch on eventually. And I'm much more focused on just making really good clothes. So to me, like the name is always the last thing, one of the last things that I do with a dress. So as as per usual, as is my MO, I ended up in a situation where I was launching a style in like less than three days and I still didn't have a name for it, um, which, you know, eventually it does need a name. So I... Um, I did a I did a contest. Um, I did a contest because um, they're fun. Um, and you know, if you you know see what name can you come up with for this dress? And uh, somebody suggested the like a play on the little black dress. I don't remember what the exact suggestion was to be perfectly honest. But what I do know is that I saw their I saw their submission and I immediately thought the little ruffle dress. Um, and I like that it was a play on the little black dress because we have all grown up hearing about the little black dress, the LBD. Everyone needs one in their closet, right? And I think, I, I don't know about you, but when I picture a little black dress, I picture Audrey Hepburn. And I think that, I mean, it's got little in the name. The fact that in wider fashion, and we've spoken about this so many times before, but we just... We've spoken about it so many times because there are so many different examples of it. Wider fashion has consistently and systematically pushed out women who did not fit its ideal of what you should look like. And so when I hear about a little black dress, I think not of, you know, I think of little, I think of small. I think of someone who is focused on becoming tiny and... I don't want to be tiny. I don't want to be tiny in the way that I look. I don't want to be tiny in my opinions. I don't want to be so consumed with the way I look that I become tiny. And, you know, yeah, to some people, a little black dress is the convenience of having a great dress in your closet that you know you pull on and it looks great and you put on your heels and out you go. But why does that have to be, you know, why does that have to come with all the other garbage? So I slightly resisted for half a second like there was a part of me that wants to be like I want to call this the enormous ruffle dress but there's a lot more I'm, I'm much I'm a much bigger fan of passive aggressive so we're, we went with the little ruffle dress because I think it's time that we reclaimed the little black dress I think it's time that we took a look at the way that we've thought about certain pieces in our wardrobe the way that we've thought about ourselves in relation to the clothes that we wear and give ourselves a pass to order the little black dress in a size that we maybe don't love that we're at but that we're learning to accept and that is and that that to me is where, where you really take back the power and when I say you know a size that we don't love where we're at the most common thing that I hear all the time from people is I'd love to I'd love to order from your line I love your stuff I'm just waiting until I lose 10 pounds which makes me mad. Not because you're not ordering from me. Go order from whoever you want. That doesn't bother me. It makes me mad because you are, you know, I say this all the time. You are deserving of all the beautiful things life has to offer. 
and you are deserving of those things whether or not you look like someone who should have those things and for everyone that that spot is going to be a little different um for everyone that spot you know is going to be for someone they will not order if they are at a size six because they need to be wearing a four or a two you know who who remembers the scene from the devil wears prada um that's that's I mean and and some people will hear me say that and they'll say oh my god if only I was a six and the truth is that no matter what size you're at you deserve beautiful clothes and you deserve to have access to a fantastic great black dress that you can pull out of your closet at any time feel graded get millions of compliments on and do whatever the heck you want with no matter what size you're at so that was also, you know, I had I had been thinking about all those things when I was creating the little ruffle dress. The idea for the name came much, much later. But I think it's time that we reclaimed the little black dress. I think it's time that we thought a lot more about how we feel in our clothes than how we look in them. I think it's time that we gave ourselves a pass to just do the things that make us happy and just buy the things that make us happy, even if, even if we're chasing something else, to take the moment now to appreciate where we're at and that's the little ruffle dress that's where the I guess you could say that's the ethos of it um the just to kind of give a more in-depth description of uh, the little ruffle dress is made up of a petty point mesh fabric um which like I said is this really soft beautiful mesh that um has embroidered dots on it uh, so it's got beautiful beautiful details the bodice is a has a gathered detail at the waist so it also it has a, a very soft kind of drapey effect in general it gathers towards the waist and then the skirt is tiered so the skirt is segmented into three tiers and at the top of every tier is a tiny little ruffle and uh, that ruffling continues through the edge of the skirt you know through the length of the skirt so you've got three tiers in the skirt. The um, petty point fabric runs a little bit longer than the lining. The lining fully covers the knee. Um, for most people, depending on how tall you are, you can order extra fabric if you need it. Um, and the mesh extends be uh, beyond the hem of the lining. For the sleeve, it's got the same kind of soft gathering details at the shoulder um, and then balloons slightly, but like ever, ever, ever so slightly um, to... Uh, to a cuff and then the cuff is fully sheer so it's opaque past the elbow and then about mid what's that part between your elbow and your wrist called is that your forearm yeah so about mid forearm it goes sheer um, with another great ruffle at the cuff um it is available in sizes 2 through 24. You can get it at impactfashionnyc.com. And as always, if you have any questions about styles or sizing or anything like that, feel free to uh, reach out to me either via Instagram DM or you can send me an email. It's rifky, R-I-V-K-Y, at impactfashionnyc.com. Did I mention that it comes in sizes 2 through 24? I feel like I probably did. Everything on the site comes in sizes 2 through 24 or extra small through 2X, which is uh, the same equivalent. And I hope that you give it a try. Remember, everything on the site ships free in the U.S. and returns are free no matter where you live. So if you're thinking about trying it, you're not sure, it's literally risk-free and everything ships out same or next day. So thank you so much for listening. The Impactful Podcast is a project of impact fashion, the clothing line I created because I believe that we are all deserving of the beautiful things life has to offer. 
69 modest designs that are available in sizes 2 through 24 by going to impactfashionnyc.com. Access all of that by swiping up on the cover art. There are currently 15 people listed by Ora Agunot as a recalcitrant party. View their names, photos, locations, and details of their cases by visiting getora.org slash recalcitrant parties. The episode art was designed by Michelle Moses. Original music composed by Nissan Fetman. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Rifki Itzkowitz. Catch me on Instagram and Facebook at impact.fashion.myc. As always, here's to making an impact together. Oh, and one more thing. You can now rate a podcast on Spotify. So if you are listening on Spotify and you would like to share your opinions with the world, positive or negative, uh, please take a second and rate the podcast. It helps more people find the show and it lets other people know what you think. You could always have done this on Apple Podcasts. So if you are on Apple Podcasts and you've never rated the show or left a review, now would be a fantastic time to do so. I do scroll through them and it's fun to read. So thank you so much for that. As always, thank you so much for listening.